everyone. Welcome back to another episode with Wellness Pearls. It's your host, Stacey, and I am back with another episode where we're going to talk about part two of anxiety. So if you have not heard last week's episode, please go back and listen to that one. That one explains about anxiety, the different types of anxiety, as well as the symptoms and signs that you often see with anxiety. And then you can come back and pop over to this one. So we are talking a little bit more about anxiety, but specifically about the diagnosis and treatment of anxiety. So how can you diagnose anxiety? So first thing is first, go to your PCP. If you are feeling that you're having anxiety all the time and it's affecting your quality of life, if you feel that there are certain signs and symptoms that's affecting you, please go see your family doctor. The PCP can then evaluate and do a complete history and physical. And they can make sure to rule out any causes that could be contributing to anxiety that can be treatable. For example, if you're having elevated heart rate and it's just palpating out of your heart, is it a cardiovascular issue? Is it a hormonal imbalance? Is it an electrolyte imbalance? So there's a multiple number of diagnoses that are available, excuse me, to make from, and they can do the appropriate treatment accordingly. So the first thing is first, rule out any causes that could be contributing to anxiety. Then afterwards, your PCP can treat anxiety or you might get referred to a psychiatrist or a behavioral health specialist who can then specialize in diagnosing as well as treating mental health disorders. Typically, the specialist will observe the signs and symptoms that you are explaining that's happening to you on a day-to-day basis, as well as how intense those symptoms are and how it's affecting your quality of life. He or she can also observe the patient's behavior and their attitude as well. Mental health disorders in general are associated with a stigma. And it has been over many, many, many years. Lately, it's kind of lessened a little bit, but there's still a ton of work that needs to be done. Instead of viewing it as a stigma, view it as a health condition that needs to be treated and given the same value as if you were to treat high blood pressure or cholesterol or diabetes. You wouldn't even think twice. You would go to the doctor, get it diagnosed, and get it treated. Because you know otherwise, long-term, it's going to cause negative impacts. Same way. Your mental health is as valuable as your physical health. Put aside whatever reactions you may have, whatever perspectives you may have regarding it, and see a specialist so that they can help you get your quality of life back. Because it not only affects you, it affects everybody around you, and it affects multiple aspects of your life. So how do we treat anxiety? Like I said in last week's episode, there are non-pharmacological ways to treat it and pharmacological ways to treat it. A lot of times we aim towards starting off with non-pharmacological ways. And with non-pharmacological, it usually involves psychotherapy 
or talking with a therapist or a specialist to help figure out the root cause of the anxiety, as well as help reduce the symptoms through the process. One of the most popular and effective forms is cognitive behavioral therapy. Basically, it helps you change unhealthy and unhelpful ways of thinking and ways of feeling. And it's a form of self-help that includes strategies that, that you can use to gain control of your anxiety as well as your quality of life. CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy, it usually involves learning to recognize your basically distorted realities, distortions in thinking, and then reevaluate them in a more realistic way. Reevaluate them in the light of reality. CBT also helps gain a better understanding of your behavior and at the same time provides you with problem-solving skills to cope with difficult situations. And in turn, you gain this greater sense of confidence in that ability to be able to control it by yourself. And it usually involves a period of time where it takes time to change those behavioral patterns. Because this is something that you have probably been dealing with for years and years and years. So it will take time to have a change in that pattern. CBT will basically help face your fears instead of avoiding them. And it used kind of like these role-playing techniques to help potentially problem-solve certain scenarios. And it helps to learn to calm your mind and your body. And they emphasize that what's going on in the person's current life instead of dealing with the past. Instead of focusing on the past, it will focus on what is going on with the here and now. And that is just one form of therapy. There are multiple other forms, such as deep breathing exercises, cognitive restructuring, problem solving, relaxation, as well as mindfulness. The options are numerous. And the only way that you can figure that out is by going and seeing a specialist. If that practitioner deems that the pharmacology is necessary, or a lot of times they use non-pharmacological aspects in conjunction with pharmacology, there are options available as well. For pharmacological options, that include antidepressants, you have anti-anxiety medications, as well as beta blockers to help control the symptoms that arise, such as with palpitations that occur with anxiety. And the practitioner may say that it's necessary to take these on a daily basis or on an as-needed basis, depending on the extent of the anxiety and how much it is affecting your quality of life. And the most important thing is that the practitioner can then monitor you very closely and slowly up the dose or wean down if necessary to get you to that optimal level and as well as monitoring you for any side effects that you may experience. The most important step 
is to talk to a healthcare professional and get the help that you need. You can try a lot of home at-home therapies, stress management, and those are all amazing. But it may not be enough to help gain control of your anxiety depending on the extent that you have. At the end of the day, you want to see how this anxiety is affecting your life as well as affecting your relationships as well as affecting any other aspects in your life such as work, school, and gain that control back. The time is now. All right, everyone, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please leave your feedback, comments, suggestions, concerns, and I love hearing from you. So please leave all those for me and please follow this show, Wellness Pearls, as well as rate it. I did put a poll on there. So please take the time to take the poll. That way it kind of gives me a sense of what you would like for the next future episodes. And as always, you can message me through Facebook, TikTok, or Instagram under Wellness Pearls. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you guys have a great rest of the week, and please come back and join me in my next episode. Thank you. Bye-bye.